All right, and we are back. Welcome, guys, to the Chicago Film Scene Podcast. My name is Aaron. We've got Joe, Juan, and Max on the line. How are you guys doing? Still clinging to sanity. So we wanted also, we're doing this on Zoom uh, this week, mainly because we want Facebook to take all of our information and sell it, obviously, to the government. Oh, they've already like, done that. They've done we, that we, long ago. We, we, we need to what pay them back. About? We need to pay them back for that $12,000, $1,200 we all got. Does Facebook um, own so, Zoom? Probably. They own most things. I was about to say, that's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. But, I had to say something. I, the only news that was not in your news feed. <laughs> the stuff they don't want you to know about. That doesn't make sense. But apparently, it's not a lot. 12 things they don't want you to know. Why is number seven honey? Why is everyone advertising honey these days? God damn it. Because it has an infinite shelf life. The no, not honey. Man. I'm talking about the app, not the, the product. Either. Oh. It's just like every Never podcast. I listen. Everything, is always, everything is always about honey. Always. That's just uh, your cookies, man. Don't put that on yeah. us. We don't know what you've been browsing. Yeah. They're just telling me I got to save money somehow. Also, like, it never does. It ne- honey never has saved me, Jack. It's like, it just lets me know, like, you know, this probably isn't the best time to buy this product. And it's like, okay, well, but stop making me feel bad, honey. <laughs> it changes. I, I don't know. I don't know. You saying honey doesn't have my best by? interest at heart? Honey does not have your best interest at heart. They just want you to spend money. Son of a bitch. I know. There's something that's uh, sweet sounding as honey. That's pretty nefarious, man. Um, so guys, uh, before we get into the content, we got some ad reads. So our first ad read is for honey. Um, of course it is. What have you not been telling us? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to get some money guys in this. Um, fucking chill. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, I, I'll tell you this much. I will sell out as fast as possible for this starts bringing some money in. All right. We will be sponsored by. Like I don't, I remember like remember how like Joe Rogan used to be sponsored by Flex Lights. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what's gonna have, happen with this. I do have one ad read to do. Uh, oh, I thought you said you have one yeah. flashlight. No, leafdout.com. <laughs> uh, connect with your local marijuana supplier. Especially uh, before four twenty. It's all scribbled Next on Monday. Notebook paper. So I wonder if they, are they doing good? Are, are are guys who sell weed doing good right now? Like is right now. Everyone's staying inside. I thought inside. the businesses are. I well, wouldn't like be surprised the if the individual growers are doing fine. Yeah, like if they're just like riding around on bikes and just delivering stuff, you know, no contact yeah. delivery or something. Streets are I clear. That'd be fine. Well, like clients faster. Like the wrecked dispensaries in the Chicago area, probably not. But they stopped beyond what they were seeing in like January through early March. It's a it's an essential business. I mean, for uh, medical though, I don't even know if they're actually doing recreational at all at dispensary. Yeah. I don't know. New, they are not. Um. So, which is a shame because I am starting to run though. <laughs> leaf to in a, or leaf to out. Looking a little empty. So hit up hit up Joe at ChicagoFilmScene.com. Yeah. So uh, send stuff to me in Michigan. Text me after the show, man. I can uh, I can send something your way, bro. Ah. Legally, of course. Of course. Yeah. So I still okay, got my carts, got my edibles, at least one joint, in a, like my one hit, but that's it. 
I'll send I don't know how long I'm staying here. Chicago, man. You, you sound like Matt. You sound, Joe. You sound like Matt Damon from Martian right now, trying to rationing out your supplies. <laughs> I watched until, that over the weekend until, too. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpan series. I, I'm gonna have to sign yeah. the shit out of this. <laughs> yes, I will. Stop the shit out it's of gonna this. start propagating. Goddamn <laughs> 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 weed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know it. Watch Joe, it. I so, will make a bong out of anything. So, Joe, there's there's your uh, movie idea. You've got to do a shot for shot remake of The Martian, except it's you in Michigan not able to get weed, and you're, you're trying to grow weed in a sandbox. Yep. <laughs> or if, no, uh, I could go into the woods behind my house, like my parents' house, to try to grow, but then there's a family of deer that have been getting really uh like comfortable coming up to the front porch so that, i think they just eat it right away so that that's the low point of the movie where like when the hatch blows out on his thing it's the deer yeah. and they're just, just really cha- just gotta chase out those <laughs> deer a baby deer eats joe's weed <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing is for sure i will be fine on monday forgets how to walk just like how it did at birth and shit just starts stumbling around again (laughs) one of my favorite cartoons i saw this week is a four panel one and it's like two guys talking and they're like hey man you ever tried drugs he's like nah man I don't really want to try. And the guy's like, you need to. It'll like enhance your creativity. And then it shows the guy like a couple hours later sitting in a chair and says, I don't know how to use my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find this? <laughs> it was on Reddit, of course. Like, Oh, yeah. That's how I'm going to be feeling. You know the day. subreddit? What's uh... I guarantee it. Oh, probably just comics or something. I don't know. I was, yeah. I was just like endlessly scrolling through the front page, just grazing. I'm a lurker, so. You don't have an account yet? You don't got a username? Oh, no. I just lurk. I just you could be a lurker and still have a username. I just, I just watch everyone's con- I don't even want, I want to be that much of a lurker that I'm not even committing to having an account name. 2014 or account, or 15 maybe, five years. My Reddit, Reddit birthday was four days ago. Hey, happy You're missing birthday. out, man. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. You can be a lurker, but create like your own personal list of subreddits to follow. Like, right. what's the issue there? Reddit is uh, an intimidating place to get intimidating place to get started, man. Like, I mean, it always pops up with like I Google search for something. And it's like, oh, there's a whole thread about this and shit, and I'm just like, holy shit, it's a lot, man, going on on there. There's so many <laughs> subreddits and fucking yeah. Reddit, Reddit subs. No, we got a subreddit on there which we never use. Never use, but we are moderators, but we don't use. Yes, it moderate it. I hate moderators. Never mind. That's me and Joe. Speaking of moderators. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. That's me. <laughs> kind of. Do your job. Yeah, all right. So, um, uh, going first thing, typically what we do is we uh, dive into talking about any news that's going on in the Chicago film scene. I mean, um, for the last few weeks, that hasn't really been a thing. No, there hasn't been really any developments at that time. I know you're still in kind of pre-production, Joe. Um, yeah, with I know your... Kristen's working on something, but I don't have enough specifics to really elaborate on it. Yeah, I, but I mean, and, and, and that's just kind of like where we're at right now, where a lot of people are at creatively, where it's, you know, you're trying, you're just kind of waiting to see how long this thing is going to last for. Um, but yeah. there's still some, there's still some news we got going on in the 
overall film world of first thing i know joe you had something that you kind of wanted to bring up oh yeah uh starting off today with uh news about martin scorsese's next movie uh, killers of the flower moon and um it has been dropped by paramount and scorsese has approached uh, netflix and apple to produce and distribute it so what what is the film going to be about or does anyone know yeah it's um it's called killers of the flower moon it's based on um it's based on a true story. They, um, it's like a murder mystery set. It, well, not a murder mystery that actually happened. It's a crime story that um, I'm pulling up the article here. Uh, basically, uh, it is centered on an Oklahoma Native American tribe in the 1920s whose murder sparked a major federal investigation. So also about like oil rights. So like... And uh, who does who's uh, cast so far? Or uh, I think it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I know is attached. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Tom Hanks. But that would be is, fucking uh, fantastic. <laughs> Tom, that no, that like group, like that would be fucking great, man. Yeah, like, that would be an interesting group. But the big thing is just that uh, uh Paramount has dropped Killers of the Flower Moon. Like the second uh, Scorsese project to be dropped, hmm. partly due to budgetary concerns, because uh, Scorsese came to Paramount's like, "All right, I'm going to need two hundred million dollars to make this," and Paramount's like, "Fuck that." Was, just, it not, uh, was it not? We didn't talk about um, the story behind Killers of a Flower Moon. Like, we didn't talk any. We didn't speak on that at all. I don't like know what this is based off of. Maybe I, don't, I, gotta, I, thought I just said. Like, I feel like we talked about it, but either way, just like a refresher, like it's uh, basically yeah, it's the story like, is about like Oklahoma yeah. Native American tribe in the 1920s who were murdered for like their oil and sparked a major federal investigation spearheaded by the FBI. This is correct. Anybody else's audio get all like muffled? I'm good. No. I heard that they were also letting someone walk on as well. They yeah, were, yeah, I did see that too. I saw that on the internet. Like they're part. allowing them to walk on? What do you mean? They have one walk-on role. You know, like Mark Wahlberg in Invincible? Yeah. With the Philadelphia Eagles? Put it to put yeah. it in terms that you'll... Yeah, so same same idea, except the Eagles are Scorsese's movie and Wahlberg yeah, but, could be you. But, 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 but what, would he, what would he do? What would they do? I don't know. No one it would knows just be yet. in the background. Yesterday, there's like, hey, there's going to be a walk-on role for Killers of the Flower Moon. But first, Scorsese has to find someone who's willing to fund it. Because, like I said, Paramount is not willing to fund a $200 million like movie. At least not this $200 million movie. Did the Chicago film scene fund it? Let's pull the... Uh... Yeah, because you know we totally have $200 million just lying around and can also distribute it. He had uh, encountered this same situation with the Irishman. So I was looking for like a two-peat there. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if like uh, if Scorsese would ever do like kind of like a series like because that could be like something like if it was like episodic like Netflix or something like that. That, that seems like it would be really interesting though. But what about the I could so, see very well. How would that be budget wise? 
You said what? Bro? It still costs two hundred million dollars to make, like, say, a six-episode miniseries as opposed to just like two hundred million dollars for one feature movie. Like, it's still two hundred million dollars. That's crazy. At the, the, that's at the point where it's like some like an auteur like can't like secure a budget like. But then again, it's all it is two hundred million dollars. Huge budget. Like, like the idea that doesn't it sounds like it can be made for half that easily. I'm not sure why Scorsese wants two hundred million dollars. I can think of two hundred million reasons. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's not getting all two hundred million of those. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it, it's because like you know he like I just figure yeah it's like Scorsese brain it's like. He's going to have, like, if you're going to do, like, something with, like, wide open country and stuff like that, like, I mean, just. Yeah, period. It's like, I can understand that. Yeah, it's like. like so, yeah, there's a lot of Nero's costuming. Gonna 20 million. Nero's going to need 10 million. But even then, like, $200 million. Like, there are Marvel movies that have cost less than that. How much does De Niro uh, get paid per movie these days? I don't know. We know? Tell me you looked it up. I don't he, think that he just does it. He does it for the company. <laughs> I, I, he's been volunteering the whole time. That's why people love him. <laughs> I feel like he actually takes probably like a lot less of a cut um, than a lot of directors would in his position, just because he has a on big ensemble cast, and they he knows that they, he couldn't get everybody he wanted if he took more. But I mean, that's just really speculation on my part, though. Like. Because, yeah, like, and all those people work to scale, too. Like, I mean, like, when they work with people like Quinn Tarantino or Spielberg or, like, uh, um, Scorsese, like, they want to just be a part of the project. So they're not even worried about, like, the money as opposed to the experience Um, and the credit. Based on this website I'm looking at, probably somewhere around, like, the range of, like, like, 8 to 15 million per movie. For but those are also like as an actor to comedy. Be- like those are like some comedies, like Meet the Fockers and such. So, How nice would that be? Like thirty days, cool eight million. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Let's that just that would be nice. That. <laughs> I mean, I will say the concept of Killers of the Flower Moon does sound really interesting. I just honestly don't see why it needs a budget of two hundred million. I think it's the cast. I think they're paying themselves, but I could be wrong. This is a, this is a, well, are you saying it's like a, another Wolf of Wall Street money laundering operation? What do you mean? Like Scorsese's movies? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well of it, course it, they it, are. Well, on a, no, Scor- Scorsese is kind of like, it's, it's like a real life version of the producers. He's been trying to produce flops his entire life, but they actually turn out to be good movies. Well, what would you and say now that he's, is- And now he's just like, he's trying to like, He's just like doing this to feel alive. He's well, Aaron, I gotta ask you more this. extravagant. What do you consider Martin Scorsese's springtime for Hitler to be? Oh Jesus! It's springtime I mean, for, Hitler. for Hitler in Germany. Man, I gotta watch the producers again. <laughs> I should brought that home with me. Uh, fucking Shutter Island. <laughs> it's been a while since I've you seen wait, wait, too. wait! You didn't, you didn't like that one? You didn't like Shutter Island? That movie got ruined for me when the trailer came out because I already knew what the fuck was happening. I already knew that. I already How did you knew. know? What? I, from the trailer, I swear, I fucking already knew that like he was the fucking missing patient. I went into the movie thinking that, 
and then I was hoping to be wrong, and then when it turned out to be that, like, it ruined that fucking movie for me forever, because I already knew the ending. There was no twist to it, like, so... I don't know how I gathered that information, I swear to God, like, but I was like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is the fucking missing patient. This is all like some elaborate thing. He's crazy. And then like, that was it. And I was like, there's no way it's that simple though. And that was was. totally it. If, if you, if I didn't watch it with that in mind, it probably would have been a lot better. And it was, and it was, and it was well shot. It was well acted. It was a well-made movie. movie. But yeah, like, I don't know. I saw it coming. So, I mean, I guess maybe, I don't know. That doesn't, but I don't, I did not enjoy it because of that or whatever, but whatever. Is he not going to do fucking, um, what is it? The, uh, devil in the white castle like that with, I don't know. I haven't heard any news about that, but that is going to be a Hulu series. Oh, they're making a series now. No, it was announced originally as a series picked up by Hulu. And no, I got to argue with you on that one. It was announced originally as a uh, film, though. Uh, let's see what the internet has to say. While you're looking that up, um, get back to us, you know. And uh, but Aaron, what what else do we need to get to as far as the world of movies? Where were we? Uh, we were talking about Scorsese, and then also uh, going on to Disney. They're getting their own uh, new live action version of Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, the answer right here. Uh, Variety says uh, the Devil in the White series, a se- uh, Devil in the White City series in in the works at Hulu from Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese. Huh. So huh. yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well then, huh. I got egg on my face, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Prove you wrong. See that's the pro- that's the problem with the internet these days. You got we can just do that. We're like we we can't sit here and argue, and it's just like we don't even argue back and forth. We just you resign. Say that, like sadly. it's a problem. We just resign to like well yeah you resign to one person <laughs> just looking it up, and then we just know who's right, and we just wander away from. It. We could have had an extremely engaging conversation. Probing well, look our it up yourself and our, see our, for our, yourself our, our that drunk, it's being produced our, by Hulu as a TV series. But it, then that's, it, that's, that we lose we lose the funness of the conversation though. We just get straight to the answer. That's what you're. Well, hey, if you want to have if you want to have like a discussion about something that we potentially maddening, so Aaron, we should just Aaron, talk the, about a Disney's Robin Hood. The conversations that you're missing are the conversations that were like, no, I'm pretty sure it was, blah, blah, blah. and then someone else, yeah. said, I think it was this. I think it was this. <laughs> but how 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 are how are you going to be able to find? How are you going to be able to have that friend? We realize that your friend is that person who can't let things. Do you go. wish you like lived in a like just lived in a bar in the 1950s all the time where you just had these kinds of conversations? Just sitting like, there and just, forever? Like, just questioning what is questioning what is truth and what is not. Well, we do that anyways. But. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's like, it's a, the interesting dichotomy. It's like we're our own fact checkers in the moment with Google, but also yeah. you can't exactly trust just the first Google result that comes up, though. That's too, why you know I went I mean? to Variety. This... I trust Variety as a new source when it comes to film. You can't really. Like Variety, be Vulture, IndieWire, those places are legit. So they say so it's like all right i'll go with it would you say the internet has made the world a lot harder place for bullshitters to live no it's made hell no (laughs) people aren't inclined to look at like for everything that's what that's why we're where we're at now that affects like there's just so much bullshit coming around people are like 
like, all right, I can't check all this because I got to check one thing. And while I'm checking this one thing, 10 more bullshit things are coming out the other end. I mean, like, interpersonal bullshitting. Like, yeah, I think he was like this back then. Uh, and then no one can because you just depends on the sheer level of bullshit. <laughs> it just depends on, like, the sheer level of bullshit you're encountering. Like, if it's just one, like, statement, then, like, okay, yeah, that's easy to check. But if it's just, like, a constant just flow of bullshit, then, like, yeah, you're going to get lost. I would say that, like, I would be inclined to agree with, with that. Like, yeah, you can't bullshit, but it's like, I think we've seen evidence to the contrary lately where it's like, even with presented, even when presented with facts, people are like, nah, that's not fucking true. It's like, no, but here's all the science. Here's all the fucking data to support this. Like, this is what's happening. And people are still like, nah, fuck that though. I, I, I don't trust that. That's fake fucking news. That's the world that we live in now is the fake yeah. news, like anything that doesn't align with your sense of like, like opinion or reality is fucking fake and it doesn't matter. So it's a weird time though. Yeah. That's well, why speak- converse, conversations are pointless. We just let's just all fight. Let's just beat well, each other. Of, like uh, don't, don't even exchange words. Just punch each other in the throat when you first <laughs> encounter. Cause you've got to yeah, assume that, be a, that they're going to lie. That would make things a lot more interesting. But also, speaking of fake things, have you guys heard the news about Disney's new live action remake, live action and think like with air quotes? Oh shit! Taking Aaron's job, we got an Aaron segue happening right now. I, I already, I already yeah. brought that yeah, up. Much so better we're segue just like, than Aaron <laughs> Okay, just wanted to outdo you. Do yeah. I want to get to that in one second? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we have three hosts. The hosts are multiplying. <laughs> But yeah, um, Disney has announced that uh, their next live-action remake will be of a uh, Robin Hood, and what they're gonna do is uh, well, this is going straight to Disney Plus, thank God. But it's gonna basically just be a live-action retelling of their version of Robin Hood with a like anthropomorphic CGI animal hybrid. So prepare for cats-level horror. Oh yeah. Yeah. When is it uh, coming out? Did you? Uh, they haven't given a release date. They just said that it's going directly to Disney Plus, like the lot, like the live action Lady and the Tramp did. I just watched the live action Lion King for the first time. Yeah, live action. And it was like watching the Lion King. So I don't really have much. Yeah, to I mean, it's that. also an animated Lion King. There's only one shot in there that's actually live action. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like everything else is made in a computer. Honestly, it's extremely impressive. Because I was thinking, like at least the skies or some of the textures and like the trees, like that. I was like, these have to be. Yeah, like the one real shot is probably like a panorama at the beginning. Like everything else is inside a computer. Aaron, did you watch uh, the Lion King yet? The new one. I-, I was going to, but it looks when I saw the animation, it looks like all the lions are crying when they're talking. So I kind of just chose to not go and watch that. Well, if you want to watch something that's uh, more entertaining but also more horrifying, then just watch Cats. Oh, I, I'm, wa- I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the butthole release. So Shout, shout out to uh, did... Honest Trailers. Uh, they just came out with the Honest Trailer for Cats. Ooh, I watched that the other I'll day. Check that out. I haven't watched any Honest Trailers in a minute. I used to watch those all the time. 
Uh, it's good stuff. The honest trailer for cats. Yeah. What up, Kaylee? Oh, look at who got a surprise appearance. What's up? How's it going? Kaylee, how are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, we we both we watched The Lion King the other day and Snowpiercer. We've been watching a lot of movies, obviously, just like everyone. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you guys seen either? I've seen Snowpiercer. Uh, Long time seen, ago. Seen so Snowpiercer. Have not watched The Lion King. Uh, I'll just say I think they got Timon and Pumbaa wrong. No, Pumbaa is okay as Seth Rogen. Timon, they, you know, like I, I really pinned a lot on that. On like all Timon and Pumbaa's songs, and when they didn't quite nail them, they didn't quite have the same energy. He was just a little not quite the right energy, and it threw me off immediately. And I was very against whoever they cast as Timon, which I found out later was uh, Billy. Billy Eichner. Yeah. Billy yeah. Eichner. Which. But, no. I mean, they cast him because he has a really good Broadway voice. I mean, and that on paper, that's, uh, that sounded like a great... Yeah, like, like, everything on paper like with the live-action Lion King sounds good, but like... I'm probably yeah. wrong, but I didn't, I didn't find it. No, I agree. I, I agree. Well, I think you just become so accustomed to the classic Disney that it's so hard to do a remake, but I think they made up for it in how well they did the... Um, CGI and like everything and else. everything else. It was so good. Yeah, no, it I was, really it was, liked I, it. I loved it honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll I'll have to throw that on this week for sure. Like as a because of what the hell else am I doing? Like no watch John Claude Johnson. Do yourself. I, I've, a already, favor. I've already I've already I've already watched the, the whole thing already. Of John Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, watch and it I all? was pissed at yeah, and I was pissed they canceled it too because I was like, that "Well, was watch like, it again because it's again. fun as shit." Yeah, I didn't watch that. Sorry, Joe. Well, watch it. I will. It is like good, you though. and Aaron would it love is, it. It is very good though. I, I am a big fan of Hard Target, so. <laughs> Isn't that Steven Seagal? No, that is not Steven Seagal. That's Jean Claude Van Damme at his finest. Little, little 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 curls and and, and a little like a uh, one earring. No, because in, there's there's hard to kill and <laughs> there's hard target and I think hard target is Jean Claude Van Damme. I remember because he spin kicks a snake in the head and like kills it. That could be him or Steven Seagal though. Like yeah, you're not saying. <laughs> if you said like oh he did the split and then punched the snake in the throat, they're like oh yeah that's definitely Jean Claude. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's the movie in which his 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 uh, I think he says like his like his uncle, who's like I don't know what it's called those Louisiana French people, who like Cajun? like he, Cajun I forget what it is like he, he goes and he has like yeah, a moonshiny thing and it's and it's Wilfred Brumley or or whatever his name was and <laughs> it, it's it, it's just great it's 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 just great it's it, if you if you want to waste your time for two hours Hard Target is hands down one of the best movies to do so too well if you want to waste your time for three hours got an amazon prime mini series for you (laughs) well what's that joe i'm sorry oh i'm just saying like if you have three hours to waste then why not just check out jean claude van johnson Okay, we get it. Now you're a show for John Claude Van Johnson. Well, I mean, oh, I, you're I would just say Amazon Prime and like because immediately after watching John Claude Van Johnson, I ended up watching nine out of twelve episodes of Fleabag. Started uh, Tales from the Underground. You said right after watching that, you watched Fleabag. Did I yeah, I finished Fleabag season one and then watched all of season two in two days. What What is Fleabag? Uh, the Phoebe Waller Bridge, uh, comedy, well, dramedy, 
where she basically like plays herself as just like this uh woman in London just kind of struggling with uh life and mental health. Didn't it start off like, as a put her life thing? back together? Did, didn't it start off as like she had like a stage show in England and yeah, she's a playwright. Yeah. yeah. They actually have that uh, like a uh, recorded uh, live version of that on Amazon right now. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah. Also, watch the show. It's a it's not a one woman show though, right? It's is it? No, I mean, I mean, no, no, it's not a one woman show. It was the play, I think, it is, but the TV show is not. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I was saying. The sh- uh, the stage play. I'm pretty sure the play is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, shout out to Adamus, Polish here. <laughs> is that? Adam, oh, it's a Polish drink. Oh, what do you got? You got I have no tea? idea how to fucking pronounce this. Oh, Zivietz. Zivietz? Uh, Aaron, yeah, can, you, can you talk Polish for us for a little bit? Yeah, uh, talk Polish. It sounds pretty. Talk Polish. Jak się masz? Jak się masz? Jak się masz? Dobrze, dobrze. I heard that on uh, but any more than that. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I know. Bring back memories of Borat. So, so I can tell you a little Polish language story, Max. I think you already know this one, but I'll tell you guys a little Polish language story. So if you Buckle don't know. Down, everyone. It's story time. Story time. So the one thing about the, the Polish people is they, they love to drink and they will find a reason to drink. And they're also very Catholic. So I found out that they like to drink at christenings and they also like to drink at baptisms and like I mean, that. what it's else are like, you supposed to do it's, at it's, it's, baptism I, it, but it's it's a big party and so i'm going over this to the baptism and it's her cousin's baptism and we're drinking and everything and i'm like okay it's time to leave and we're gonna head out soon and then her cousin pulls me aside and he like we do like a whole bunch of shots and by that time i'm very drunk as i'm leaving and so basically we're getting driven back by her mom who didn't drink because it was all she was there for the party and we're going back and it's her mom, her sister, one of her friends, uh, and her and me. And I want to do something nice because I'm drunk at this point. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put my arm around her. I'm going to say something nice. And what I wanted to say was put my arm around and say the word kohana. And kohana means like my love and everything like that. Instead, I said the other K word, which is kurva. And kurva means whore. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So, 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 kurva, kurva, and and so, and so, what I did is, I lovingly put my arm around her, looked deep into her eyes, and called her a horn. And and the greatest part is, her mom just started laughing so hard. Were you struck in any way after this? she smacked the hell out of me at that point and it, it was just like i'm sorry i'm sorry and i'm like you like it's like when you're pinned up against the door and you got nowhere to go and it's just like you've just got to take this beating like you just got to get the ropes like as they're saying good fellas you always catch a beating sometimes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you were trying though, bro. You know what? You were trying, man. I was trying so hard. I was trying so hard to be nice and loving. <laughs> Fucked it up so bad. In a, such an entertaining way for everyone else. Uh, it, oh, it was. It, it was it up in the best way. Yes. Yes. Like, I look did. at it this way, babe. This is gonna be gold <laughs> on the fucking podcast. <laughs> we gotta do it for the gram, baby. <laughs> like, 
fans. The fans need to hear this. <laughs> Shit. Okay, man. So wider world of uh, is. Did we have anything else? I mean, because the world is at a standstill right now. I'm just. Oh well, we got a. The first well, real look actually, at like, a... Let me actually look. Sorry, Joe. Like, can we? Uh, I see the article you have here about um another Stephen King adaptation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not about. No, it's about Salem's Lot in particular. Uh, Stephen King's first and I would say best. Well, his uh, first vampire novel, okay. and also I would say my favorite of his novels as of now. At least it's the one I listen to the most on Audible. But yeah, Gary Doberman, uh, the director of Annabelle Comes Home, has been named the writer and director uh, by New Line Cinema for a feature-length adaption of Salem's Lot. Be the third adaption of the novel, but the first as a movie. So I, yeah, I haven't read any Stephen King. Have you read this? Oh yeah, I've read multiple times. I've read a little Stephen King, but I haven't read this one. This one's this one's really good. Like if you if you're interested in Stephen King's like more town centric or like a wide like a wider cast that like uh focuses almost on like an entire town then salem's lot is the best like it, it was his second novel overall like be- released between carrie and the shining so he was on his game you're saying early on yeah yeah but yeah oh, it's like shit. it's a pretty traditional vampire story about like um uh, how uh, like this small town in maine surprise surprise uh gets overrun uh, like over the course of like a month or two by vampires and like the group of uh, like citizens in the town who fight back. How do they kill them? uh, What is people? How do they kill the vampires? Yeah, go ahead. How do they kill Um, them? Stakes. They just stake them? Yeah, they're actually pretty traditional. Like uh, the, uh, they give them them steaks. They like, it's like Thanksgiving. It's like, you know, they're vegetarian. You don't have to live this way. It's like, hey, hey, vampire, how do you like your steak? Let me guess. Like, uh, rare. I'm just, you know, I'm just kidding. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, vampires are like the least scariest thing. Like, they're just actually like, they're only out at night. Like, they can't do anything. But, like, read Salem's Lot. Like, like, yeah, like the, like the head vampire is like, what can they do? They literally, they literally can't move around you. for half the day. I was about to make How is that scary? <laughs> I was about to make a joke. It's not. No, but like, seriously, read Salem's Lot, especially like the parts where like, like they gaze into like a vampire's eyes and they just become hypnotized and you would understand. You just don't like, look at shit. them. I don't look people in the eyes ever. But it's in, like, <laughs> I just look at their chins. Like, it's not that it's not hard. Possible. Like, they I just know, have like a magnetic ever, gaze. What fucking psycho looks at people But also like, they're, Otherwise, like if it weren't for the stakes, they're basically invulnerable. Like they can materialize through shit. They uh, have superhuman strength, but they can't go outside when it's too bright out. I got yeah, okay. But, I got a couple things about this. Like one of them has to do, and only actually maybe three things. One of them has to do with what we're talking about right now. First of all, I was going to make a racial joke, and then I fucking stopped myself from doing that because. Make the racial joke. That's called. We need a soundbite. Okay, fuck it. it. I was gonna say like. I was like, you were saying that all the people like they're like they can only come out at night. What's so to be all afraid of? And I was gonna say, ask all the people who cross the street when I'm just fucking walking home at fucking night. 
uh, <laughs> if all the vampires Sorry. were fucking black, <laughs> the extra fucking scary. But <laughs> so, just start having like, a coughing fit, and you'll see people just sprint in the other direction. <laughs> oh. I, 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 I did it. <laughs> you guys, I gotta go. <laughs> and uh, so actually, I fucking lost my fucking <laughs> other point <laughs> that I was actually gonna fucking make. Let go. Uh, but uh, Aaron. I would say, like, one of the things that Stephen King does well with Salem's Lot is that it basically really plays on the notion that, like, one of the reasons, like, weirdly how the vampires spread within this small town so easily is because people don't believe. Like, they are so, like, they cannot, like, accept the fact that they are being overrun by vampires. So, like, they encounter one and they don't, like, they try to rationalize it, but they can't. But here's the thing, when you start noticing half the population isn't coming outside during the day, you start realizing maybe these vampire things are real. Dude, we have the fucking coronavirus right now, and it's like more than half the And the town of Salem Lot, like in the book. trying to have coronavirus parties. And also, like, here's the other thing, like. (laughs) This isn't fiction anymore. No, but that's more the stand than anything. Well, like with Salem's Lot, like it definitely helps that the vampire picks like a like a town that has less the population of less than a thousand, like primarily elderly, and is like thirty minutes away from any like main road. So Who, very who's isolated. scared of any old ass vampires? No, like They're the citizens about- of the town. But doesn't like when he bites them, they become vampires? Ever like. But also, that's the other thing. Like the vampires that he turns can also turn others into vampires, so it's like an exponential thing. So it's like a pyramid scheme. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. The pyramid scheme of vampires. A, a somehow worse pyramids, or actually no, a better right, pyramid scheme someone, than actual pyramids. Then you bite someone, and they bite. They're working for you now. Called multi-level yeah. marketing. <laughs> yeah. And the ed- the ending of Salem's Lot is the FDIC comes in and they just kind of they start breaking everything up. All right, all right, come on, this is done now. But yeah, either way, read the book. It's a fan- it's a Turner, <laughs> and this will be the third adaptation of the book, but the first one as a movie. Oh yeah, all right. I remember what I was gonna say too. Like to another point, you said what psycho looks people in their eye, like in their eyes, real fucking people, Aaron. The hell are you doing? Don't look at my chin. Now every time I'm, I fucking yeah. see you, I'm yeah, just read up on that. I'm be like, hey, my eyes are up here. Stop talking to my But again, I, just I, read I up on the hypnotic gaze. Juan, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this now because I, Juan, I feel like you want me to look into your eyes right now. I don't want to do this. No, no, I think no, no. Juan Never mind. I'm done with you. Right I'm done. I'm done. You're with done you. with me. You're done. And with then, me. and then I got to point out, like, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking, I'm looking at you right in the fucking eyes right now. Man. And you also told me, you fucking hypocrite, that you're like, I don't wear sunglasses where people can't see my eyes. You literally, you literally said that. I don't know why that stuck with me. You're like, I can't do dark fucking frames, man. He's like, I can't walk around with people kids. I was like, I thought that was like, I was like, nobody has ever said that to me before. And I was like, Wait, who, who said that? Max said that. Oh, yeah. That's not, what did yeah, I say? That's Max thing. He said thing. that you would never wear sunglasses where people couldn't see your eyes. You don't like really dark frames. Like you said that at the frog. Like, it was like we had barely known each other, maybe even like a month or two. Because <laughs> you were rocking those, um, you were rocking like the, like the yellow, like kind of ish, like, I, I, at the time. I wouldn't 
Did I say I would never? I said I, I like sunglasses where you can see eyes still when you're – but I don't know if I would. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you said, like, yeah, I don't – I would but never. Yeah, no, I agree. Hey, you would hate to be in poker then because I, like, I will like, always have my sunglasses out. I was like, huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> was like, that's interesting. I was like, that's kind of a very, like, of a, like a humanistic thing to say, like, I know I want people to see my eyes, like when I'm talking to them. Like I was it's like, definitely like uh, a trust thing of like people who can't make eye contact. Like it's it's a known thing. Like it's it's not. You like, stare at their chin. This though. is a new science. Like it's you a, control the power. Eyes if you control the conversation if you never look into their eyes. I don't know if that's how it works. Just just <laughs> stare at their chin. <laughs> but also, like Aaron, what if? Like you are literally incapable of staring at their chin, like, like they, like they have both a hypnotic gaze and like a siren-esque quality, where like they speak and it's just like, it's just mesmerizing. Like, what about that, Aaron? <laughs> like that's <could> terrifying. <laughs> what? Salem's lot again. Takes me back to the book. Wait, so, so they they can they can talk and they can make you look at them. Yes, it's like a. In, <laughs> like that's how a lot like they they do have to get permission to go indoors but like they'll be at the windows he'll be like wait hold on wait hold on be hold, in. hold hold on hold on wait so these things can't go out at night and they can't get into your no, home they unless can, they, they have go your permission they, they, no, so yeah, they, that's can't like go, pretty, they can't go out during the day and they can't get into your house without permission oh man yeah, these things pretty, are fucking that's, terrifying that's a pretty regular thing where like vampires have to be invited indoors they're seductive, dude. That's yeah. the thing. It's like you can sit there and you can say, like, oh, it wouldn't happen to me. But, bro, if a sexy-ass fucking vampire comes to your window and he's all like, man, Aaron, what's up? What what that booty do? I've got, might, my blind, might... I got, my, I got my blinds down at all times. <laughs> can I come in, bro? If, I'm, I'm sorry. Any monster that can be defeated by blinds <laughs> ain't that fucking terrifying. <laughs> It's called curtains, guys. Close them. <laughs> Who's walking around at like nine at night with their curtains wide open, showing their life to everyone? That's you know, why it was. It was, uh, it was actually the people John- in the small town who are like don't ha- don't normally think of that. Is the hero a guy who has blinds? Wait, wait. No. And Is also- he the one guy in the in the town with blinds? No, it's like a whole group of them. Like they realized early on, like, wait a minute, there's vampire shit going on. So we better all, all work together. No. Do they defeat them with blinds? No. They defeat them with stakes and holy water. And blinds. Well, well you blinds. can't get in. You like you barricade your house by just simply not looking but at the But here's the other thing. Like these vampires, like they do have hip connect suggestion. So like one of the guys is like stuck in a hospital because like he saw a vampire, like I know you died yesterday. Why are you in my bedroom? And the guy just has a heart attack because, like, he's so fucking scared. And so he's, like, hospitalized for the rest of the book. And, like, okay, he's wait, a bad health thing. So they're trying to, like... Spoiler alert, bro. Sorry. But, like... Okay, Joe's getting muted now. <laughs> Joe gets Joe's, muted for a Joe's, little... Joe's Joe, you're, you're, Joe you're, you're muted for a little bit because you, you gave a spoiler. <laughs> you know the rules. Two minutes. <laughs> Minutes will let you back in. Yeah, uh, guess what? You're getting muted too. <laughs> Max yes! hasn't said anything in a while, so uh, Max, I want to talk, on, on. talk to you for a second. Yeah, I so I ju- I watched the little Peep documentary not long ago. Oh yeah, 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did though, but that's not what you want to talk about. No, but uh, no, I do. I actually, I want to get back. Don't let me forget that because I want to ask you how that was. Epic, absolutely, completely epic. He's a rock star in every sense of the word, and I was blown away because I went in thinking, "What is this like, little? You know, I don't. Who's this guy? Like, I don't know. I was very, very skeptical. And he ah, the freedom. I could speak again. <laughs> and then you ruin. And then you fucking ruined. And then I'm gonna put you back in time out again. <laughs> so no, what, no one man should have all this power but fucking uh god damn it and then i lost my fucking point again sorry no, I, <laughs> you're about to, you're about to something i said and i'm a train of thought but uh no i do want to get back to that because i want because i really do want to know what the fuck that uh like it's on my watch list uh, the little peep document. It's an experience, I will say. It it's an unexpected experience. I went in. I was like, "This is just another musician documentary." I mean, no, he obviously died, so it's a little more. It's got a little more gravity to it than your standard, like uh, you know, whatever Justin Bieber documentary. Um, but it was surprisingly uh, just powerful. Like his it started off like he was kind of like a little weenie, you know, kind of he wasn't very. Uh, not someone you who would really I think develop a following but then over time he just like kind of became this person that just gave everything away like everything that came to him he would just like just give away give away give away make music and party obviously he did way too many drugs and that's what killed him Uh, but probably also what made him so like magnetic I guess in some way and it was really I don't know I all I know is that I was impressed by it first of all by the storytelling that the documentary makers did and then also by his life and he was more of a more of a impressive character than i thought he would be i don't want to give away too much like talk who is who is this about again lil peep lil peep everybody's everything that's the title uh he was a rapper and uh he was categorized as an emo rapper or whatever the hell or sound but that's a that's a thing an emo yeah. rapper? Yeah. Have you not heard any it's, SoundCloud rappers? It's more it's more like SoundCloud rapper is like kind of like it's a loose like term. It's like it's a stupid way of categorizing. Everybody has to put shit in a box or whatever, but like everyone he, tries uh, to categorize everything. Yeah. Like he was kind of like I never listened to him personally. Like I heard like actually when I first saw like his YouTube videos, I thought like this is this is a fucking joke. Honestly, I'm like, this isn't for me. I'm like, this seems like a, like, kind of like a ploy, like, kind of thing. But then, like, when I saw his, like, following build, build up, I was actually really, like, surprised. And I was like, all right, let me, like, check out some of this stuff. And, you know, as a, you know, rap whatever fan, like, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay, I don't hate this. And he actually came up in the same kind of time where uh, uh, XXX Tentacion uh, came up to and also Juice World, and that's kind of fucked up to think about it now because all three of those very young men have died. Two of them to drug drug overdoses, which is Lil Peep and Juice World, and one of them through being murdered by gun violence, which is XXX. Um, but yeah, I've been mean. It's on my watch list, and I've been meaning to check it out. Yeah. Honestly, I would say it's a surprising watch. I'm not gonna say it's the you know best documentary ever made. I've seen better documentaries, but uh, yeah, if, you, if you're in the mood, I would check it out. For sure. Hmm. Which uh, 
probably is a great time to go around the fucking circle and say, uh, what's everybody been watching? Joe, let's start with you, man. What have you been watching? Well, other than uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson and Fleabag, which I already talked about, I finally got around and watched Ford versus Ferrari and Uncut Gems over the weekend. I did not, pre- I did not plan this, everybody. <laughs> this was not my fault. Oh, no, I was keeping this secret. I, I wanted to spring this on you at the end of the recording. It's like, yeah, I finally watched Ford versus Ferrari. And what, 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 you know, what's your take on it? <laughs> good movie. I don't think it was best picture worthy, but still a very good movie. Definitely earned best editing. I... I thought like, I don't normally weird. notice editing in a movie. It's like, man, this is really good. Like from an editing standpoint, I was I was pretty bored watching it. Not gonna lie, it seemed like I it just didn't have like any emotional core. Yeah, well, it had a little bit, but like I don't know, there wasn't much on the line until, well, I mean, yeah, no, until after the fact. I understand that they wanted to tell a story and it's more of like a historical piece, but. I, I don't know. It didn't draw me in as much as I thought it would, and I was, yeah, it was forgettable for me. Okay. Hot take. Joe, what else were you watching? Well, like I said, I also saw Uncut Gems. Now, was, has everybody I, seen Uncut Gems? No. No? Uh, Mac, no? I haven't seen it. I will say, like, after watching Uncut Gems, I've had The weekend stuck in my head and that one Kendrick song that was in there. Welcome, my friend. Welcome. It's like, like, you know what? There could be worse songs that could be stuck in my Joe, head. Joe, I, I want you to recite the entire Kendrick song right now. <laughs> Go. I'll beatbox for you. <laughs> I would love this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, want you to, I want you to read it in a way in which you're reading, like, deadpan like poetry like no reaction oh, yeah, just I'm like a, read it you just want me to basically read this Kendrick song as a beat poet yeah what's the BPM I'll, I'll give you a beat I got a pretty good ear well, no first I gotta find the song alright uh, while he's he's finding the song we're gonna get a we're gonna get a treat for all the audience members out there for our fucking millions of listeners Joe's like nearly a hundred last week, so Joe's gonna listen, do this. Um, but all right, I'll at least uh, I'll do the chorus. Let's do it, Joe. Do all it. Right, go, 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 Joe. Go. It's like go, Joe. Pour up, go, drank. Joe. Headshot, drank. Sit down, drank. Stand up, drank. Pass out, drank. Oh, talking about wake up, drank. Faded, drank. Faded, drank. Blow my. <laughs> That's a classic. Classic. Oh yeah. New career opportunity. New career opportunity for me. Mistaken. Yeah, Uncut Gems. Fantastic movie. My favorite movie I saw this weekend. Dude, okay. Uncut Gems was fucking. uh, It was okay. It definitely was not a bad movie. This is that was that was that was that was 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 more divisive movie. Juan, that was the more average way I thought you were gonna go about it. You're like, it was so fucking okay. It was fine. It was. It, that's like exactly you're, what you're it building was. up. Like I'm like, I thought he was gonna say bad or good. You're just like, hey, dude, man, it was so fucking. No, it was so okay. in your it was, face. Media it was okay. just. It was so 
Dude. Like a five or a six. <laughs> no, my re- my original like middle I, of the road. I definitely stopped because I was about to call it fucking trash. Like how I do movies when I, but like when I thought about it as I was saying, it, I was like, you know what? No, like it wasn't. It was not fucking trash, but it's like it was definitely overhyped. And I think it's like people telling me about things, saying this is the best fucking movie ever. And it's like, oh, I went to Music Box and I saw. Like, oh no, I wouldn't. Go, I wouldn't go so far it, to say like it's the it. best movie ever. No, like, it, I mean, yeah, no, and and to be fair, like, I'd give it a solid eight point five out of ten. No, uh, that's that's too high for me. That's too fucking high for me. One, like, that's why you got to stop hey, listening to people classic. and stare at their chins. <laughs> no, I like to listen. I like. I'm gonna look at people in their fucking eyes and have them fucking tell me what they thought about what they thought about the goddamn movie. That's what you're just gonna are. be continually disappointed with films, then, man. <laughs> I mean, he's got to give up now. Stare at chins. I'm, dude, I've been being disappointed in movies since 1993, bro. This is this is Page Master. No, I love Page Master when it first came out. That's why I needed to watch it fucking uh, again and have a uh, what's the fucking hold up on it. Speaking of shit, where's BJ? He probably is like, I don't give a fuck. He doesn't call me about it. He said he was going to, never mind, whatever. Uh, uh, All I've heard from him is just like, hey, we're watching this movie tonight. Like, if you want to join, join us here. Like, that's literally all I've heard. From DJ Every, over the last month and a half. Everybody's just trying to stay well, sane. Not a month and a half, more like just a month. Like, Everybody's just trying to stay sane. It's it's all good. But uh, Uncut Gems, like I said, like I think anytime I hear something about a film and everybody like is everywhere, like Adam Sandler's best performance is Punch Shark Love. I kept hearing that over and over and over again. And I'm just like, okay. So having that in my ear like i'm expecting to be like blown away like and it 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 didn't that is a double-edged sword it didn't promise anything that it didn't deliver like it was it was what it was but ultimately i guess i didn't get like um like that kind of like a high wire act where it's like you know somebody's life is like spiraling spiraling out of control like okay i guess yeah the like, example i would honestly is- like when i was watching uncut gems up until like the last scene like i just kept comparing it to like uh nicholas winding reffin's pusher which is yeah. very similar yeah but i thought it was better at like escalating that tension or just like fucking- a high wire act where like everything you're doing is just Fucking up, or layer cake, then or like, fucking, like, um, or uh, shit. I mean, I think the pen, like the the ultimate is the helicopter sequence with Henry Hill and Goodfellas, like that type of fucking thing. Like, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like as impactful to me because I don't think like the lead up to that like final bet or whatever, like meant as much you don't get as like involved like emotionally i guess uh with all that so i don't know that being said like wasn't bad and it's like but i I won't call it a terrible film and i mean it's all subjective but definitely from whatever the safety brothers produced next uh what was the and what did they did they do good time is that what okay all right so yeah i i kind of see what like they're about or whatever and i actually i like good time better than i liked uncut gems i'll I see say good that. time but i 
like I've heard they're both very good. So I like so as of now, with nothing to base this off of, I could see it going both ways. Like, uh, kind of like with well, kind of like with uh, the guy who made a uh, Blue Ruin and Green Book. Like they're both uh, really good. Blue but like, Ruin was fun, dude. I love I love Blue Ruin. I love Blue Ruin. Oh, they're both fantastic. So Aaron. Uh, I think you're next on the fucking circle. What what have you been watching, bro? Sorry, just had a coughing fit. Um, I finally watched the, I finally watched the uh, Star Wars uh, latest film, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it was boy. It it was just a bowl of unsalted mashed potatoes of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's comfort food. But you know, come on. No man. gravy, even. No, no gravy. It no. was unsalted, no butter, mashed potatoes. Like you can eat it. <laughs> they, fine. They, it they did just give you a hunk of potatoes. No, here. it was it's, like it, a they're, they're, like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> it was. They were. It was properly made mashed potatoes, just no butter and no salt. That's what it was. It was just. It was fine. It was uh, okay. There's there's robots. And there's lightsaber fights, and there's lightning, and there's Sith lords, and oh, here comes another machine that can blow oh, planets. Okay, shirt. well, all right, well, that's just kind of what life is. Okay, good wins. All right, hope and everything. Fine, we're done. Someone's a space <laughs> ghost. Fuck it, why not? Hope and everything. <laughs> hope and everything. Whatever. Fuck it, man. I don't know. Like the it 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 just, it just that whole trilogy has been a fucking mess. So now that it's all said and done, Aaron. One interesting. Um, yes. Failure as a uh, as a ending to the Skywalker saga, as they're calling it, like, or what do you what do you think? Like your overall impression now that you've got to see all three of the films in this uh, latest trilogy, is it acceptable, unacceptable, or you just don't give a damn? Uh, no, it's it's not good. It's it's just not it's it. So here here's the issue when you just look at a character arc perspective. Like the only one who has like a pretty solid character arc is Adam Driver. He goes from a person who was good, goes bad, and eventually comes back. Like like Ray's storyline is like, hey, you're a nobody. Let's figure out who your family. Second movie, your family was nobody. Oh my god! And it's like, just kidding. It was an evil guy, but who cares? You're a Skywalker now. And then Finn is just like, I'm a stormtrooper. And it's like, wow, this could be really interesting to dive into. Well, luckily, we're not diving into it. And then they just kind of forget about it. And then, like, I mean, like, like he could have been a really interesting storyline. And it's also like, <laughs> he, like, it's this complicated issue. Like, oh, man, like, stormtroopers are people. But he's, like, running through a hallway, like, shooting people in the face. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, having fun. It's like, dude, you should be, like, kind of conflicted about this, shouldn't you, Ben? It's like, nope, totally fine with shooting these guys. <laughs> um it max look i feel like we yeah we it always comes back to fucking star wars i feel like it always comes back to star wars well i can tell I, another I, movie i another movie i watched that uh star wars is at the emotional core of our society true but aaron what was the other movie um Actually, I'm trying to remember what was the other movie. I can't remember what was. The, we, the weeks have bled into each other so much. I don't know where these weeks begin and end. Hey, have you guys seen Screwed with uh, Norm MacDonald and Dave Chappelle? Oh, Dave fuck Chappelle. yeah, dude. My, my best friend growing up, <laughs> fucking Kyle Pierce. Shout out. 
fucking he used to watch three movies all the time. <laughs> That's one you can rewatch for sure. It's, it was fucking that uh, half baked oh, and yeah. um, God and and Braveheart. Those were constant <laughs> drama in there. The constant rotation. And I'd be like, dude, man, I just got used to it after a while. I was just like, all right, he had a pool table in the basement. So it's like, whatever. I know the friend. I know the friend. We, all we, we, we always had the one friend who had a pool table in their basement. <laughs> That's the most Midwestern one. shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I guess we're putting out Brave in the background. <laughs> He's already got it on. It's always on when we get there. It's almost like <laughs> it's what he wants because it makes him feel comfortable. Right. And in control, which is probably what it was. It's like, yeah. So, like, yeah, I definitely know that. Oh, no, shit. No, there's another way in there. Fucking dirty work, dude. I haven't seen dirty work. Oh, that's another, that's the other, like, Norm McDonald one. He is so bad at acting. It is, it is uh, Captain. <laughs> he is just bad. Like, just so bad. He's he doesn't even bad. hide it. Like Norm McDonald, I love Norm McDonald. love his comedy. I've seen every special. I think Norm McDonald's the worst actor of all time. There's, I, I can't even argue that in any fucking way. Like, and he knows it. And that, but that's the thing that's like, it makes it acceptable because he's like, I'm just he's, gonna be Norm McDonald. He knows he's bad. He's like, I'm bad. Deal with it. Like, fuck you. He's but, like, they right. gave me a million dollars. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, fuck it. Like, say no. Like, hell no. Uh, just, and that movie oh, was bad, is. but. Uh, I, I I remember every moment of it. It's weird. It like hit all the notes it was supposed to. It's very memorable and very bad. It's an interesting quality because like I forget a lot of movies after I've seen them if they don't have a plot that makes sense. If it's not like an intuitive plot, I'll probably just forget it. But that's an example. Like, yeah, simple. Yeah, and I I remember every uh, I remember the movie very well. It's a very you know it's a it's a memorable movie, but bad. I think everyone's muted except me. I'll keep talking. That's fine. No, Juan's just muted. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, that's no, just no. Oh, Juan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I just saw like Juan started talking about Juan. You're muted right now. Oh, okay. You know you're muted. Anyway, screwed. Uh, have you guys seen it, Joe? Aaron? No. Seen what? I, I, have, I have not seen the movie well, Screwed. Then I, I got to ask because I think Dave Chappelle, I love him in pretty much every movie he's in. Favorite, favorite Dave Chappelle movie. Or I guess skit or anything. Favorite Dave Chappelle piece of The only it. movie I've seen him in is How High. Or is that the one? Is that the stoner movie Actually, he made? Yeah. He made one. I want to say it's How High. But I no, remember when right. I watched that movie with my roommate, we watched a lot of movies, a lot of stoner movies that had pretty much the exact same title. So they kind of get mixed up a lot. Yeah, those movies all kind of blend together over time, I feel like. Yeah. It's very... Uh, so, fun watch on Monday though. What's that? Fun watch on Monday though. Watch on Monday? Man, it's four twenty on Monday. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Four twenty. Should we do something for that? I mean beyond read uh, the Chicago film scene is arguably four twenty uh inclined. Arguably. Arguably. <laughs> do a dazed and confused watch party. Yeah. Oh man, that movie yeah. fucked me up the first time I saw it. We have to do something like, like video, though. Something like where we can all join in on a video thing. 
I think that'd be fun. Well, yeah, that would be fun. Something like what BJ's been doing, but with more than just Tim and Erica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And right. Like maybe ask everyone what movie they want to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. We would have to create a poll. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Uh, like if, like say, if there weren't a poll, and I'd say I were in charge. I would just pick up the trippiest, most fucked up movie to watch. But that's just me because that's what I like to watch. And I can What is on your 420 shortlist? Top five Joe Joe McMaster 420 shortlist movies. Number one through five. Let's hear. Here it is. Let's go. Number one through five. I'm giving. Number five. To give you time. I'm stalling to give you time. You seem like you're. You can actually let me speak. Number five, Moo Holland Drive. But I'm gonna stall a little. Moo Holland Drive, a classic film. Yes. Then I would go El Topo. Number four is El Topo. Yeah, and it's such a beautiful day. Number three. I don't know that one. It's such a beautiful. Don Hertzfeld's um feature like movie. Fantastic trip. Number two. <laughs> Aaron is. Oh, we got Aaron's actually on an algorithm. He's going to keep going. No number number two. two. And he's <laughs> still going. He's going to pick for number two. As number two. Annihilation. 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 And then number one would be Mandy. Mandy. Watch all five of those movies in a row. You will be fucked up. Even if you're sober. So, okay. If one person smokes a joint, for eight hours, well, multiple joints. And yeah, you would need at least a joint per movies, hour. And one, and one person watches who's higher by the end? Is it the person who That's a good movie? question. I don't know. But yeah, that, you, now you have me excited. Like, you. I would want to watch that if I do that movie marathon, if I could. I don't touch the stuff. No, okay. Sure, fair, man. Sure. Fair, fair sure enough. you don't touch the stuff. Fair enough. Oh, Jesus, you're changing up the... Where where, where did you get all these beers from? <laughs> oh, that's a lot of eyebrow movement. I did not know you had that in you. I mean, that, that can't be like a... That can't be a, can't be a pick your own six-pack. That can't be a what pick your own six-pack. What if it is, Aaron? What if it is? Pick, well, he wouldn't pick a I've got, for a beer. I got the Pilsner Urkel. Shout out again to Kyle Pierce. Like, playing pool, drinking this shit. Like, fucking cheap Polish beer. It's better than any cheap American. Any fucking cheap import from anywhere else is so much better than cheap American beer. Like, I don't know what it is. This is shit is like fucking $4 for like. How would you uh, describe the taste? Um, with the Pilsner or Kel, a little bit actually more happy for a Pilsner than you would actually expect. Um, but still very crushable, very smooth beer. Goes very well if you're taking shots. Yeah, but I really yeah, don't I think you can that. beat the bush light bush latte orange camel can. I mean, can you spot that can in the woods from a hundred yards? I don't think so. <laughs> what if you? Is this a Wisconsin shit right now? <laughs> oh, this is more. This is more of an Iowan thing that you get introduced to, and I mean, I I've never lost a bush light beer. It always is in camo orange. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> Well, Juan. Yes. Here's a question for you. Top five, like five movies you want to watch. On top, Monday. Five. Top, top five. Top five. Movies. Here's one. Number top five. Top number five. five. And okay. number will be five, and five is the number. I'll try, I'll five. try to play this game. Like my five, or Mulholland Drive, 
El Topo, It's Such a Beautiful Day, Annihilation, and Mandy. Five. That's just five. Just five trippy-ass movies that just fuck you up, even when you're sober. five. Show us number five. Okay, uh... Shit, it's gonna be hard. What would you I, I, I'll, I'll name five. I can't. I can't. I, no. I hate Number it. five. I He's gonna name five. Yeah, I, okay. Mom, old, we're doing this for you to stall. So if you need to think, we're gonna do this. Number five. Five Just movies. These are old, what comes to your mind. Old boy. Old, ooh, there. good one. Old boy. Dark. Um. Really, just getting up. Just uh, running out of the gates there. Yeah. Number four. Number four. Number four movie. Number four. What are you gonna do when you have to name your five movies? Uh, Number four. Oh shit! Um, you guys gotta help me. I, I own this fucking movie, and I'm forgetting the fucking number four. Name. The one with Ben Foster and um, Ben Foster and uh, shit. It's the one where they're on the spaceship and he wakes up out of uh, animated suspension for like he doesn't know how many fucking years and finds a whole bunch of crazy shit running around the ship. Oh, Home Alone Two, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Yeah, that's the one. Number three. <laughs> no, now I have to fuck it. It's like uh, it's number three. Was, it, was Bill Foster in Event Horizon? No, it's it's the yeah, it's, it's got uh, what's his name, Dennis. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Dennis yeah. Quaid in space. <laughs> that that is definitely. Is that Event way. Horizon? No, or am I think no. it's Sam Neil. No, it's uh, Galaxy Quest with Tim Allen. No. Yeah, no. that's what we're yeah. talking about. Tim Allen, Dennis Pandorum, Quaid, Pandorum. Pandorum. Number three. Number three. Uh, Top three movies to watch when you're stoned. Number three. Uh, three. 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 Can I put it like an anthology series? Does that count or is that? Sure. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any fair. visual media. Any, any visual media. Okay. So if you had told me any visual love, media, my list would be different. I think love, I might have. Love, death, and robots. Love, death, and robots. Number all three. All right. All right. Nice. Okay. Number two. Uh, That'd be a quick watch. Number two. Fucking off the top of my head, fucking Memento. Memento. Now Ooh, we're going backwards. Nice that's like, number that's, three. That's again. That's Jumping back like... to number three now, because that was Memento. Number uh, three. Because uh, we're going back because of Memento. Why are we going back because of Memento? Because of Memento. The whole plot, it's backwards. Number three. My God, dude. I hate your gut. <laughs> number uh, three. Uh, all right. Uh, Jumping forward to number one. Number one. Oh, shit. I mean, since it's right on my fucking... Well, no, like, this is not number one or error, but... Um, Top uh, one. Paras- this is Paras- favorite. Parasite. Parasite, since it's on my mind. And it's like... Parasite. Yeah, I mean, it's crushing all the Hulu view records, so why not watch it again on Hulu? Contribute to the number, number one. I put Snowpiercer as a better high watch than Parasite, personally, having seen them both recently. But Parasite. I'm interested in reading the oh, graphic yeah, definitely, novel. Definitely a better high watch, like for sure. Yeah, absolutely. One is lying about his top five. Man, this is one lied about his top five. All right, Aaron, what's your top five? 
top five. Number five is Constantine. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna hype man yourself right now. <laughs> oh yeah, brother! Oh, the most yeah. hype man thing you've ever heard. No one hype mans themselves. Number four, yes, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound is number. All right, four. going sentimental. I see. Number three. Uh, rush hour. <laughs> oh. uh, number number two. Mm. He's waiting for good, number two good, to get to his fellas. number two. Wait good fellas, number two, and coming in number one. Do, 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 do. Blankly staring at the DVD screen for hours on end. <laughs> Number that, one. That is a good one. That is true. That is a good one. Yeah. If you still have a DVD player, that's <laughs> a DVD logo. <laughs> Just a DVD player. No Blu-ray player is allowed. Just DVD. Uh, yeah, that's pretty tweaked. Man. I'm going to FedEx you a Blu-ray player, Aaron. <laughs> It might take a month. You said that. You said twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> I know. I'm getting a, a region free Blu-ray player at some point now. Yeah, you gotta have the hard copy because streaming services. Yeah, I collect. So I collect DVDs and Blu-rays. Got to. Like my collection so far is I like movie-wise a little over five hundred and fifty. Is anybody a movies anywhere subscriber? No. No. Okay, this is uh this is something I can throw out there. And so recently I've been doing like uh, a lot of like uh user surveys and shit like that, like side hustle bullshit. Like some of them are like, you know, like ten dollars to just literally like look at like an app or something for like ten minutes or whatever and like just like talk out loud on your phone and say what you think about the app and if it's easy to navigate or whatever the hell. And I actually did one that was like 150 bucks to like, like, like do a Zoom like chat with them about like movies anywhere. Um, and they talked to me about that. And they were like, oh, here's this new thing that we're rolling out. And basically the gist of it, I'm not supposed to be talking about this at all. I think it's part of the user agreement, but it's I fine. don't give a it's shit. An NDA. They're gonna so, read- no, I didn't sign the fucking NDA. I think it was probably in like the probably. Hey, did sign an NDA. You could probably talk about it. It's probably in the terms of services or whatever. Uh, but like, whatever. Nobody listens to us. Uh, so <laughs> that is true. they're rolling out. So you listeners thing. out there, we love you on movies anywhere so basically the idea of it is where you can give a pass to somebody that you know to like watch the movie uh that you own so if you bought it on amazon prime or whether you bought it on uh like apples the apple store the google store or wherever it's a basically a way to centralize all the things that you've bought from other like places. So hence the movies anywhere thing. So now they're rolling out like a new feature to where you can share a link. Like you only get a few a month. I think they're like, when they talk to me about it, they're like, oh, we're giving people two of these passes a month. 
And I was like, oh, why not four? Because, of course, I'm a greedy-ass consumer and shit. <laughs> like, obviously, like, ignoring it. Should have gone higher. I was like, why not? I'm, I'm bored. You know, I'm a little bummed out that I don't get four of them. Like, I'm going to do this four times a month any fucking way. But, like, uh, but basically, and then you can do, like, remote viewing, like, which would be, this was, like, right when the quarantine started, which was very interesting, too when they like uh, did this um, interview with me about this, cause they were like, oh, so you can do remote viewing as well. So like you can literally like watch it with other people and do like a live fucking thing or whatever. And I thought that was really, that, that, I thought that was really cool. There were some things that were like wrong about it or whatever, but um that was like kind of like a side gig also as a yeah as an aside like usertesting.com this is not an ad obviously but that's a way like you have to do like screeners and blah 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 blah, blah for his shit but dude that's i mean it's a way of uh making money fuck yeah yeah i mean it's like sometimes like 10 bucks or whatever but they pay you yeah. literally seven days afterwards like through paypal is the way that they like to pay people but it's to the minute, like seven days to the minute. And it's like, that's been coming through pretty consistently. So I'll go through, I'll spend like two hours or whatever every day going through that. And uh, they're sending out money. So, I mean, I think there's like 1099 shit going on with that. Like that I'll probably have to deal with next year, but I don't know, whatever. Yeah. How much would you say you make an hour doing that? Honestly, that's like that. I thought about that too because it's like because you don't get accepted to everyone. They like it's it's obviously an algorithm. Mm-hmm. It's like you tell them what your interests are, what you do for a living, and then they like put stuff in front of you based on that. But even then, if like you, there's no way of knowing. I'll get like, I'll be like, oh, I'm a, for sure shoe in for this like test or whatever. And then I'll answer one question like, okay, like a lot of them too are like, are you working full time? And I'm like, answer honestly. I'm like, nobody's working fucking full. Well, not nobody, but it's like, that seems weird. That's like, that's the first question is like, are you working full time? I'm like, no, I'm employed technically laid off, but like, and I'll put no, and they'll be like, I'm sorry, you're not uh, eligible for this test. And I'm like, why the fuck would you ask me that? Knowing like, like why, wait, why would that prevent some? People. Wait, why would that prevent someone from being able to like give feedback on something? Because I think it's it's because you know it's it's I get it. It's like very specific. They're trying to get very specific like user data or whatever. But I just think like employment, they should probably take it off. Like or at least add a furloughed option. With yeah, like you know what I mean, it's like. So I'm like, how do I answer that question? I'm like, I guess I'm employed, but not really though. Like I'm like laid off. So I try to answer things as honestly as possible. So like, you know, but yeah, but either way, did it for movies anywhere. Like, and so that's something that I think that you guys like might want to look into because all those, you know, those codes when you buy hard copies and shit, and you like they're all like juxtaposed. It's like, oh yeah, you can do this on Voodoo yeah. or Amazon or whatever, and like so you can combine all those codes onto movies anywhere, and you can also share those. That, that is my big complaint. Like the big reason why I don't do digital movies, just because like I don't want ha- 
to have all my movies on one service, mm-hmm. especially when like they technically only license it out to you and they could take it away at any time. Mm-hmm. Like what I've been thinking about doing is just getting like a Plex server and just ripping all my movies on Blu-ray and DVD to like digital formats and then put them on that Plex server. Mm-hmm. You guys, I got a sponsorship to shout out quick that I, I forgot about kind of goes along with uh, this, this topic a little bit. Uh, so I, I made a friend on the internet this week on, uh, on the Chicago film scene uh, Twitter page, stank.tv, stank.tv. And they sent me merch because they're awesome. Stank.tv. For people listening, they're just a, it's a what, website. What looks like stickers. It's a, yeah, I got magnets. I got like 10 magnets. I got a bunch of stickers. I got They look like pogs almost. Got, yeah. And their, their slogan is melt your brain with internet waves, which immediately I was drawn to. Hmm. And so this website is sweet. Actually, you, you could go to it right now. Would you guys, are you guys all on computers? I'm going there right now. Thank yeah, I'll let you. Take it's a tiny website. I, I feel like 10 people have probably ever been there. But it's stank.tv. We still need your five uh, 420 movies. Oh, okay. I'll go quick. I'll say uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, Dazed and Confused, uh, Beach Bum, uh, uh, Snowpiercer, and the number one. Number one. Number one. (laughs) Number one. Um, uh, On with the wind. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Not a pick. Huh. Yeah, yeah, no. Huh. Really out of left field there. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, uh, I'm no. on the site right now, and what? So no the one's there right now. It, it's this just looks like, like 19. No, no, this looks yeah. like 2002 internet. Dude, it's called. They call it the 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 stinky basement couch of the internet, and this is what you're seeing is what everyone sees. So you're like. If something plays on there, like I'll see it, Joe will see it, Aaron will see it, and like one person can have control of the time, and you have to like try to basically get control of the remote and play what you want to play. So you, the other day, you guys I, hear this? You Hogan guys the Dooley Brothers. My chair, right? And what? Well, sorry. Can you guys hear this coming from my computer right now? Kind of. I haven't hit play yet. I'll start the tune. I'm watching a skateboarding video apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three watching. Skateboarding, empty water park, Tony Hawk, Daewon Song, Jaws. I'm going to say the scene is here in the chat. You guys see that by Anonymous? I don't. No, scroll down on the chat window. Oh, yes, the most invigorating uh, thing for our listeners. The scene is here. So what we're doing right now is we're uh, saying fuck you guys, and we're just uh, entertaining ourselves right now for anybody who's wondering, listening to this. For posterity. While you two are doing that, we still technically have news we can talk about. Okay, you know what? You are absolutely right. Let's. Well, what else do we have, Joseph? I would say the big thing, at least in my mind, like they came out the last week, is that we finally got our first look at uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune. 
Oh yeah, we got something different since last time. Oh yeah, and it looks. Like, did I, did I lose everybody? Behind the scenes, folks, like. All right, I'm. Is everybody there? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing up. I'm here. I'm talking to the stink.tv. They said, fuck yeah, and then they put a uh, PBR uh, emoji. Well, and, uh, the Vanity Fair look at Dune, the only character, like, major character that was missing was uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, which is not surprising because that's going to be a very makeup heavy affair. But like all the other major characters, like you got your Paul, you got your Leto, uh, Jessica, Lady Jessica, Chani, uh, Gurney Halleck, Duncan Idaho, they're all there. It's awesome looking. I will say, yeah, from the stills that I saw, the costume design looked fucking pretty cool. Like, Dune yeah. is one of those things for me, though, I have to be honest. Like, I never finished the book. Um, I, I Do it. Watched, it is so good. I watched good. the miniseries. I did, like, when I was... Do yourself a favor. Read the books. I mean, like, the books that, are so much better. I know, I know, I know. I should or get an audiobook. There's a great audiobook on uh, Audible that's, like, at least partially recorded as, like, a... Basically, like a, a full-on theater production, or like they have like a voice actors for all the individual characters. Huh. That wasn't uh. even like a joke. That was. That was. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it like whatever gets you through to the end of Dune, because that book is a treasure. Yeah, yeah I have so- it too. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, that's definitely. Well, I will say, is like, it a the cult per, like, classic. Would you call it a cult classic almost? Like, because I don't, is, or is it like a, like, because I feel like only a specific set of people. Really I don't know if I would call it cult classic just because, like, it's pretty foundational for a lot of, like, fiction that came after it. But it's been, like, so long since it came out that it has become a cult classic. It's like Dune was originally published in, like, the 60s. Damn, it was in the sixties, really? Yeah, it was a Yeah, it was long ago. At least fifty years. So, um is this in is th- this is done filming, like are they in post or is it like completely I am up? not quite sure. I, from what I understand, at least part one is gonna be like it's gonna be a duology, but that to yeah. me makes sense. First part is at least done filming and is in post pro. I don't know about the second. I've heard like things where people say like, yeah, they shot both halves at the same time, and then others that are like, nah, they didn't do that. I think we'll get more information as the di- like as time goes on. Gotcha. Yeah, this is but this is like a duology adaption that I am not at all opposed to. Like I am with a lot of other duologies. I mean, if they do it, if like, if there's any, if they do it in two parts and they're like two and a half hours each, like, I mean, that that makes sense. I I like that more as opposed to like doing trilogies to where like. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, it's inherent in Dune because the original book was originally published in two parts in a magazine or a year apart, and then they were later collected as one volume for the paperback release. Hmm. So, like, if they are, like, say, have the first movie be, like, the first 
published portion and then the second half, the second published portion, that works out pretty well. Huh. Like there's already kind of a inherent like three act structure in each half. So it worked pretty well in my mind. For sure, man. Well, but I, like that is the only real blockbuster that I have been looking forward to wholeheartedly this whole year. Like, I may be excited for like some of the Marvel stuff and some of the other stuff that comes up, but like none of them have been like have got my uh, attention and enthusiasm like Dune has. Of course, Joe. It's like, give me that shit. Right just mainline that to me. Just, just give me right an IV drip of shit like that, and right I'll in just your veins. yes, exactly. So, uh, from here, what uh, I think this is a good time to have this part wrap up or this is a good all right up with that being said <laughs> ah you shut the fuck up with that being said no I was gonna say is uh, with that being said what I was, god damn it you guys fuck me up every time uh, alright what I was gonna say is like yeah so that brings up the topic of releases and everything getting pushed back and um I think yeah, I, I see where you go. I, with Dune, I see it being fine because it was originally slated for a December release. Okay, like it won't have to move for the most most likely. Like things will be moving around. It. Like yeah, stuff like one of the articles I had in the the outline was just like a general discussion of like people at IndieWire thinking like, man, what's going to happen to the MC? Like, how are they going to live? Like, just operate. With a year with no films, like, are they gonna have to like start relying more on the TV side? Are they gonna have to start like putting stuff like movies directly onto Disney Plus? So who knows? But yeah, like the whole like everything they, I mean, being they shifted back around because everything of the on the slate like a year. Everything that was supposed to come out, like say, this year got moved to twenty twenty. Well, actually, no, that's not true. With like. Uh, the summer releases. things that were in the can like already like Black Widow those, yeah. they just push it back to later in the year but I think June is going to stay in that regard because I'm pretty sure from what I read that uh, principal photography on part one at least was done so it'll be in post but like part two might be delayed I wouldn't be surprised just because of, like they might have to shoot more but part one I think is pretty steady for its December release its original December release at least I think it's like everything big budget is you can, I feel like you can consider that move back by a year. Anything that that was in pre-production before lockdowns and everything and everything that was scheduled to even start. I'm not quite sure about that. Like I would say anything that's at least post pro fully post. I know I'm just, I'm saying, I'm saying big budget things. I'm saying, yeah, I'm I'm including big budget things too. Like I'm sure they all are trying to get back to work as soon as possible, but I mean, they can't like, especially with the way California is like, like I just read like, they're like, okay, we have a plan. Like, but the governor there is saying that I have to see this, this, that, and the other before I even consider. But the thing with post pro, like if you're just in post pro, then you can do post pro at your home. Like you're not having to get together to shoot stuff. Like you can do post pro entirely from your, like your home office. 
You would think, why I think though, stuff so like why Dune don't they will be all fine. do that though? Why do, that, that's that's my a lot of, you know, my guess is that a lot of those jobs was <laughs> like if you can if we're figuring out that we can do all this shit remotely, why weren't we doing this before? That's a good question. My guess probably just like the immediate shock of the whole thing. Just we didn't like, have to, and also just like the lack of infrastructure set up beforehand yeah, sure. like now that given like time has passed like people have been able to better set up themselves it wasn't like, obvious that we should do this like this happened just in time to allow us to do this had this happened 10 years ago it would be very different i feel like yeah, yeah it would be very different yeah remote work like i it's going to become a lot more important i think and i i mentioned oh, yeah. this on another podcast and i'm saying like people are paying like a lot of money to like have these extravagant office spaces you think about like fucking like pixar campuses and like, oh yeah all that stuff for like movie making and it's like and don't get me wrong it's like you can never like discount the um being next to your coworker and being like, Hey, if I have an idea right now, I can just go up to you and so, talk to you about it. I can or kind of go to lunch. Like I, I work at a video production company, like commercial videos, and we all talk on uh, Marco Polo all day. And so it's kind of like we're there. Cause like, I'll literally like pick up my phone and be like, Hey Justin, what's up? I got it. Is this thing cool? Like, how does it look? Just check it out. And he'll, you know, it's like, he'll pick up his phone and do the same thing. It's kind of like right there. Yeah. Marco Polo, it's kind of like that. Uh, yeah, that's one thing with uh, like this whole pandemic that's going to change forever. It's just like, huh, we don't have an infrastructure based, like set up for largely remote work. So why not just keep that framework so that way we don't have to pay as much rent? Huh. That's my thing. It's like, I... This is gonna, I mean, yeah, with post production work too, it's like, yeah, like to me, it sounds easy, but I don't, I don't know what it entails, honestly. I mean, like, really. the only thing that would be like tricky to do in post pro, like if you have to do reshoots, especially if they're scheduled reshoots, yeah. but like if you're either before or after the reshoots portion, like if you're just purely in editing, then you could do that remotely. But I would also say that it could be extended to pre pro, like. If you're like still just like purely in the writing stage or like doing some, like a, okay. I just had a momentary flash of power. It's like yes, <laughs> I am God. <laughs> you came back. I just got a fucking power. I just got a fucking <laughs> message. It was like, you are the you are the host now. Yes, yeah, like, like I got that message. Like the power. It was like unlimited power. <laughs> You guys remember in Aladdin, the animated one, where the early gets granted? Like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking that's of. That's what happened. I had Jafar. You have thrown me into the lamp. All right. Well, shit, man. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what the hell anybody said in the last like 15 seconds, but. I'm sure everybody wants to get back to their fucking loved ones and their fucking life. So let's uh, let's wrap this shit up really quick. How about that? All right, that's fine. Aaron, are you? Still it is a, it is it is a twenty to midnight here in Michigan. So all right. With that being Wait, said, what? yeah, I'm in a different time zone. 
Wait, you're coming from the future, brother? Kinda. Wait, you're an it's hour. Ele- you're an hour ahead. Yeah, it's eleven forty here. Joe, you better give us a heads up when coronavirus. How did I is think over. that fucking Michigan was on the same time zone as us? There are four counties in the Upper Peninsula that are technically in Central Time Zone, but like everything else is Eastern. I remember when I got up close enough to Lake Michigan on the Wisconsin side. Sometimes it, my phone back in like the early two thousands would switch to Michigan time, and as a as a young phone owner, that blew my mind. Yeah, it makes uh, traveling to and from Michigan all the more interesting. Like. Yeah, I'm lo- like I'm gaining and losing time, like the most minor jet lag you could possibly have. It's gonna be so, interesting uh, going back to Chicago. It's like I've been, I've still been working on a Central Time. It's like I'll get like instead of uh, getting up at eight thirty, like I just get up at nine thirty here and wait to work at eight thirty Central Time, and leave at like clock out at six o'clock here, which. It, gonna be odd going back to chicago just in other words uh does anyone have anything that well i'll let you do this aaron well no like uh, i'm gonna plug one thing uh uh as always arrogant frog bar uh the original sponsor of everything they're actually ryan uh is running a general store out of the arrogant frog right now if any i'm sure you guys have probably seen that he's got toilet paper he's got paper towels he's working on getting lysol wipes and of course how are dale and marco doing uh carry out they have a they still have the gofundme up the arrogant frog bar gofundme uh um, should probably throw, throw, throw another fifty dollar fifty hundred dollars their way uh, i've got the the stimulus check yeah, so, you know, any little bit fucking helps, but, like, uh, Ryan is there every single day. Uh, he, the, in Illinois, we can only sell alcohol until 9 o'clock now because people have no sense. So, uh, but Ryan at uh, Arrogant Fried Bar on, uh, shit, what is it, 1369 West Fullerton Avenue. I think I might be fine. I think that might be where I work. The crossroads of Fullerton. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's got a general store going up. If you want to get booze, if you want to stay six feet away from people, grab booze, toilet paper, um, canned goods of various sorts, uh, you can hit that up there. And also you can go to the GoFundMe and uh, support the guys over there while they cannot bartend for us like we would like them to. Um, so that's my only plug of the night. If anybody has anything else, I would a bit just, more selfish yeah. on my end, I guess, would be like Go for it. the website. Check out the website. We got a lot of stuff going on there now, or even more now. Some new writers came aboard. Yeah, I've started writing again. Joe's back on it. Jake Laystrom, I've never met in person, but emailed uh, emailed Chicago Film Scene, film student, super interested in writing, and he's been writing, so that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, expect more. Expect more articles in the future. And I would Especially say, for me, if you want to, if you're listening and want to get involved, you can also go on the website and click on community chat, which is over on the right hand side of the website on the homepage, and and then you can uh, join the Discord if you want to get more involved. Uh, and just yeah. say, oh, so we have the directory. We're all on there. Well, these guys aren't, but I am. 
uh, <laughs> and like 35 other people. So. Don't shame us. <laughs> I, like, have you seen the number of articles I've posted on that website for you? Not, not for me. I don't know ownership. Like, you're the head of the website. I was. You still fucking are, goddamn. No, well, I like. Yeah, what are you talking about? Hey, don't, don't say it for me. I don't. For the for the group as a whole. From this. <laughs> don't look at my chin, Max. You look up into my fucking eyes right now. Uh, we don't have anything to plug. Uh, we just other than we just plugged. Well, we've already plugged. We plugged everything we need to. All right, plugging done. <laughs> So I actually have a light that I need to plug in after this. So all right, yeah, well, really Max, like, will I got a light that I had to that. unplug because I was trying to do a little bit of fucking. You want to unplug that live on air for our fans? Yeah, let's I have some fans that right can't quick. actually see what we're doing. Well, with that being said, guys, let's begin closing this off. Uh, guys, it's been great having you on. Of course, you can find out more about us. Uh, the podcast can be found on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify. Uh, you can, of course, find us on the uh, website, chicagofilmscene.com or yeah. .org. Dot .com. Dot .com. Dot .com. I don't know if we've got an organization status. Search yet. for a dot boat. Dot .com. All right. We will uh, talk to you guys later next week, and hopefully we got a little bit more news for you by then. But you guys all take care. You have a good night. Yeah. Hey, good night, guys. Good talking Sounds to you good. guys. Good seeing you good guys. Good night.